Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 84 of the Chairboard and Chance podcast. My name is Chairboard of InfiniteBacklog.com. We have a full crew again this evening. Chance is here of the games of Chance at Blogspot.com. Chance, how are you this evening? I'm so tired. I'm having one of those oh, awful sleep weeks again. No. But I'm here, and I'm bringing the funk and the noise. I'm bringing the funk and the noise, and the fire, and the, That's the right, impossible sundered spoilers. I'm hoping for spoilers or Radioactive something. Radioactive ash. I don't want to give spoilers well, on sundered. Sundered, sundered, sundered thoughts, sundered impressions. Alex is oh, back. Oh, I got that. Hello. Woo. Alex of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, welcome back. I feel welcomed back. Uh, it's good to have you here. We hey. love you, Alex. I love you, too. Sur- oh. Survived your evening of boozing, I assume. Yeah, she's got it going on. I mean, she she has an interview. She had an interview with Johns Hopkins, but doesn't really have that job yet. And she already bought an apartment. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and we're speaking of Alex's sister, who's more successful and smarter than all of us put together. Apparently, yeah, she's not even the smartest one in my family. Oh, yeah, that's it's, scary. It's, I don't even think there's even a competition there. Have you ever interviewed a Johns Hopkins or anything super prestigious like that? No. Nope. I got two interviews at the National Theatre School of Canada. That's as close as I got to successful. That's nifty. That's, still, that's still pretty good. No, that's it was. They good. flew me out and put me up in a hotel. Ooh, really cool. okay. it was, I, was, See, that's... Come on. I was very promising once. <laughs> that, that's within spitting distance of making it right yeah, there. That's right. <laughs> the chairs swivel. I missed. I missed. <laughs> no, you missed okay, the spit. So, so I want to I talk about two movies. And one okay. movie I've already talked about. But for some reason, I watched Moana for a third time over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I wasn't like tired or nothing. You know, I didn't have like sleep deprivation, so I wasn't feeling very emotional. I still welled up Aww. at Moana. I don't know why. Like when she when she breaks into like, there's multiple parts that kind of like get to be get to be a little misty. But the part where she's on the boat at the end, and her grandmother appears to her, she starts belting out, and the call isn't out there at all. It's inside me. I'm like, oh my god, Moana. <laughs> I, love, I don't. I don't understand why I love that movie so much because broken down to its components, it's not that good. It's. I don't think it's as good as Brave. I don't think it's as good as The Incredibles. But oh, it, okay, I, th- it I think hits Brave me. is. I think I Brave is really Brave. underrated. Oh, Brave is fantastic. It I is, but it's like oh, you I don't think Brave. it's. It's two good halves of one great movie. Are we? Are we? Uh, we're talking about. Oh yeah, Brave. we're talking about Brave, Nine, the redheaded seven, one. Yeah. yeah. Five, I'm not answering this decline. <laughs> My phone didn't go off because I respect you guys. <laughs> hey, so, speaking right. of which, I'm totally not turning this to silent. <laughs> but you know how... See, every... Okay, in in defense of your welling up, we all have triggers. We all have yeah. one specific thing that'll get us. For example, for no reason whatsoever, Fantasia 2000, the Firebird Suite. Whoa. I never have s- you seen that? I don't think I ever saw Fantasia 2000. Okay. It's it's really good. Wait, but, 2000. Oh yeah, the the Gershwin sequence is spectacular. Yes, but 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 Firebird Suite by uh, uh, I can't I can't remember his name now because it's not in front of me. But for some reason, that wonderful pagan thing of the Firebird dying and coming back and the music spreading every time mm. it's like oh just one little little tear. Who's seen Babe? I don't actually think I've seen. I babe. have not seen Babe. Okay, well I grew up with Border Collies and okay. oh. there's basically the cast that matters the most is like the family of Border Collies in that movie and Mm. one part of the movie is the Border Collie puppies that have been there for the whole movie that are just played by kids and are adorable as hell they have they get sold and the mom just watched them all getting driven off one by one and it gets me every time (laughs) for the record Border Collies pretty much are the sweetest dogs in the world they're the best they really are unless we did have one that went crazy but other than that they take a lot of work, though, don't they? They take Does... a lot of work and yeah, a lot of space. Yeah. They got a lot not of a lazy man's dog. Yeah. 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 
Okay, I'm going to tell you about Taffy. Taffy was a border collie. We had her in the city, but she was a rescue. And when we brought her into the house, it was clear that someone had abused her terribly. Yeah. She was terrified of everyone, but most of all my dad. So we assumed it was a man. Mm-hmm. But once she kind of grew accustomed to us, oh, she was the sweetest dog in the world. And we would take her out for walk, and I would take her out for walks. And she had this thing where she would go up to another dog. You know how dogs sniff each other's butts to say hello, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. If upon the butt sniff she discovered that this other dog was a female, she would maul that fucking dog. Oh. And a border collie is maybe a foot and a half high at the shoulder. She would do yeah. this to like German Shepherds and Labrador Retrievers. <laughs> she was like, she was Mighty Mouse. I don't understand it, but I, <laughs> whenever she would go and sniff a dog, I was always really careful on that leash. And if she found out it was a guy, she would just chill out and sit down with him. And she's like, I'm, I'm probably going to mate. You should go, Dave. Like, it was, <laughs> you think she was maybe trained to fight or something? I, I never occurred to me. It never occurred to me. But she was, like it was just one of her quirks. The specificity there is bizarre. Very weird. Very weird. Anyway, that's my dog story. Okay, so the second movie, I saw Colossal with Anne Hathaway. Oh, I started that. Okay. Um, well, then, then you haven't finished it, and there's some things well, I can't really I'm, talk about. Well, I'm a little about. unemployed at the moment, and it was kind of a gut punch, and I couldn't really, uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, that was a little, it's a bit of a, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Anne Hathaway's amazing. She is. She is. And uh, yeah, she does a really, really great job in this movie. And I want to say Jason Sudeikis is the guy. Mm-hmm. Sounds right, yeah. And there's yeah. there's moments of handsome manliness from Jason Sudeikis. There's like, I see what Olivia Wilde sees in you. You know, you are kind of hot. I get it. But he's like <laughs> playing an asshole for once. Yes. A, a, like a real, this is a real um, kind of explosion of toxic masculinity in him. Kind of veiled by a manipulative nice guy. It's a really inter- it's a really weird character. One thing I don't like about the movie is that the only two male main characters are just both dicks. And everyone's just kind of a dick. Everyone's just kind of a dick, but you really empathize with Anne Hathaway. I mean, you can't you do. not. And I, I've been that guy at the bar that tells a story that goes nowhere out of sheer nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're sitting across from Anne Hathaway, yes, I'm going to. I'm I would ramble, be a mess. Ramble a little bit, but it you was. You can't help but think about Catwoman. I mean, and then you're. Dead. I mean, that's it. I, that's it. She was she, she was really good in that. She was she was the best part of that whole fucking movie. Pretty I'm really much. When you're movie. when you're showing up, Marion Cotillard, you, you you got your shit down. <laughs> Marion Cotillard had almost nothing to do in that movie anyway. Yeah, it's true. But in in Colossal, it uh, so there are fan, incredibly fantastical elements to it, but the the there's a real honesty to the relationship of of Anne Hathaway's character and Jason Sudeikis's character. And uh, I got a lot of empathy for both of them. Like, you know, you hate Jason Sudeikis, but you've met guys like that. You know guys Mm. like that. And there's this part of you that fears that you're a guy like that. And you've pulled (laughs) shit like that. And, uh, yeah, like, it's it's, it's really good. I would say the ending... you couldn't do a great ending <laughs> to that story, maybe, <laughs> but uh, but I, I I recommend it. I totally recommend Colossal. Great really score. Good. Yes. Yeah. Like just like they really shelled out for that. That's a mm-hmm. full orchestra. Mm-hmm. And the, speci- really the special a- effects are actually pretty darn good. Yeah, like it's it's small movie until it's not. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know. It had some pretty great trailers. That's about as far as I got with it. It didn't. That's what that's what got me to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have been playing... What have you been playing? 
mind. Oh, Prey. You've been playing Prey. Prey. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't finished yet. It's not a very long game, but I've, I've been busy. I was I was out boozing on Friday night, and I was busy doing other stuff, so... <clears throat> I have not finished it. I, I get the feeling, and, and, and okay, Prey is old enough that we're just going to speak freely yeah. about things that happen in Prey. Um, I get the feeling I'm near the end. And, and, and based on conversations that the two of you had, I decided that I'm going to copy Chance's build whole cloth. So I have not used any of the alien power-ups. I'm strict human stuff. I have my shotgun is maxed out for damage, all this. And, and what that does is it makes the thoroughly mediocre combat at least fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can you. get past that and do something else. Um, the nightmare, so, so Chance talked about this when we were talking about Prey like a month ago, where every once in a while you get this message that the nightmare is hunting you, and it shows up, and it's just a big, black, inky monster, and the first time it's pretty effective. You're like, oh shit, and you run away from it. And then I realized that I just need to slow down time and shoot him about six times, and he dies. Mm-hmm. So he's just a bigger one of the other ones. And he has a decent drop for stuff that you pick up out of him. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the combat in and of itself is it's just a total wash. It's not good, it's not bad, it's there to pass the time between other things. I, I, I have not, in what I, I haven't written much about it because I haven't written in the blog much lately, but I, I have not, I didn't give the game enough credit for the variety of ways it allows you to accomplish things. Mm-hmm. Because just about everything I've seen so far has multiple ways. So, for example, I got to a point last night where you finally run into a little cadre of survivors on the space station. They're all kind of walled up together. Oh, you got a ways to go, son. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I was like, It's not there. almost over until you start seeing a bunch of robots. Okay. Darn it. Okay. Because I wanted to play something And even else. then, you got like an hour and a half. Yeah. Ah, okay. The ending anyway. is, I liked it better than most people. You did. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. So I, I get there, and, and these scientists are all kind of walled up in the cargo bay, and they've got a entrance sealed, and behind that sealed entrance there's like a dozen monsters, and you need to go that way. So there's like three ways you could do this. One, the person in charge in there asks you to do a couple pretty annoying things. Go out and build us a couple uh, turrets and go get the plans for this and basically run some errands for her. Or you could shoot her. And take your key card, at which point you probably have to kill everybody else. Or you could just hack the door. Or you could just hack the door. And without thinking, I went through and jumped through all the hoops and <laughs> built the turrets, turrets, got her all the stuff and opened it up that way. But I realized I didn't have to do that. I could have just opened it up and ran and let them, other humans in there get killed. <laughs> or I could have killed her and t- taken it. So there, there's, a, a, there's a, enough variety on each individual task that... You can kind of choose how you want to do it. Yeah. Although there are a couple of them that rely heavily on a specific skill that you don't have unlocked yet. Morgan like would one... remember that. Hmm? Morgan would remember that. Yeah. Well, okay. Which Morgan? I mean, uh, oh, wait, who's your brother? Shit. Uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex. Alex. Yeah, Alex would remember that. that. See, that's weird how I forgot that. Yeah, Morgan is you. I don't see my name anymore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I do think a little too often it walls something off behind, like, the next tier of a skill. Yeah. Like, and it, you it need will, to like, go here, but you on a quest in that direction. Yeah, yeah. and no. but you need lift two mm-hmm. or or repair four to finish it. And you know, I'm not at a point now where I have free roam where I can go back and finish these things. I need to get past this part, and then I'll have free roam and I'll be able to go back and take care of a couple of these little things. Um, but 
it's just visually it's kind of plain. Yeah, I get it that. doesn't. Yeah, it, 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 Ex- it, it, okay. It for... looks like a space station. It looks like a space station would probably look, except for like the dining area. Yes, except for the the com the quarters, the crew quarters. Yeah, yeah, the crew quarters are actually have personality in there, but the rest of it, it looks like a space station. Well, the arboretum was nice. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think the arboretum shows a little inexperience with the engine because those plants don't look very good. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of again, it's kind of plain. The whole thing's kind of plain. And it, se- it seems like whenever somebody besides Crytek uses CryEngine on something, it just doesn't work as well as you'd hope. Well, well it's, it's, Crytek didn't really work out, did it? It's supposed yeah. to be like an, quote, immersive sim, right? So maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of intentional. Like, it, they're, not, they're not trying to do something fantastical and gothic like Dishonored with this. They're, yeah. they're trying to really immerse you in this environment, and our, our day-to-day lives are not that gorgeous. <laughs> nah, yeah. that's, that's, that's true. See, the way I played it was I wanted to find all the loot, so I got a lot of um, like unlocking powers just because mm-hmm. I'm like, and when you just start like exploring the game that way, you find a lot of really neat story details, mm-hmm. like a lot of really cool stuff tucked away, and I had a lot of fun doing that. I did run into that same D and D group you guys were talking about. Yeah, that's a main um, quest. Yep, I found, oh yeah, I found them, and then and then there was one of them who is like locked outside the station. Yep. You go you go up and you knock on the window and she kind of shows up and gives you the password to get to the next area because it's her voice is the password. And I'm like, "Well, okay, let her in. You've been in uh, inside and outside the station like a dozen times. Just open an airlock and let her in." Mm-hmm. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, you can't do that? Well, you, um you had to like turn on the computer to guide the cargo door into the docking station and then they can get out. Well, no, I did. That was a, that was somebody else. That oh, was, you're right. I'm not yeah, somebody that. else. That was a, that was a male doctor who locked himself in a in a cargo hole in you're a right. cargo container and jettisoned himself off in the space because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of safe out there. So it's not. I mean, I don't want I don't want to pick on the game too much. It is. You're fun. not wrong at all. It, it, it's it's just honestly, it, it makes me want a a, a, a real Bioshock follow up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it makes me want to play. Because Bioshock was such so much more visually interesting, and the combat in Bioshock, even even miles you know better. all the Bioshocks, miles better. What was that? Miles better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the thing is, your fighting have personality. The oh, what are they called? The beasties in this one? I forgot now. Uh, the, yeah. the, the black inky monsters. We've forgotten what they the are typhon. because they don't have typhon. typhon. There we go. Thank you. The typhon have no personality. Zero. Nope. And yeah, like I'm surprised that you said you were having fun with it. I don't think it's fun. I think it's interesting. I, yeah, you're you're probably you're right. Fun's fun. a little strong of a word. It's exploring areas. I mean, now that I've gotten the combat to the point where it's trivial, the act of exploration is still interesting. Except for those zero g zero g sections, because yeah. fuck those. Seriously, I agree. That's that's not fun. The whole guts area, yeah. where you're trying to just move around there, and suddenly you're fighting guys in the gut in zero g. That was. I just ran. I'm like, this is not happening. The QB so, makes zero G a lot easier. I haven't gotten that yet, so I must be. I must have a ways to go. That's actually kind of hard to find. It is. Yeah, I may have missed if it. If you don't tick the right quests. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I may have missed it. I mean, it's all I use now is the shotgun. There's nothing. There's no reason to use anything else. The shotgun and the and the glue gun for for platforming. Oh, is there anything worse than first person shooter platforming? Nope. Oh my gosh! I mean, dying light, and yeah, that's it. Dying light. Those work, yeah. That does it right. This one does not. Is there any? The plat- I'm trying to think of another one. I can't. Coming think up of empty. Anything. 
another good first person oh, well, thief, game. Thief, definitely thief. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was the one good thing about it. Yep. And the oil paintings. See, and actually, those. Um, what's it called? Um, Dishonored was not bad at it. Yeah. It wasn't. And, and the thing in common with all of those is that you get a sense. Even though you're playing first person, you get a sense of where your body is. Yeah, but Dishonored is the same developer. I know, yeah. but why is this so bad in this game then? Because the platforming yeah. in this is bad. It feels really bad. It, it's you, sometimes you'll stick and pull up, and sometimes you just bounce and fall down. Yeah. yeah. So it's I, I understand part of that is because you're making your own platforms with the glue gun, but but there should well, be like up tight rules bit. on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if this sometimes when you fire the glue gun, it makes a big blob. Sometimes it makes a small blob. And sometimes what's it's the difference? No blob appears at all. I don't. Yeah. Understand. Sometimes they they don't want you to go there. Um. Performance-wise, I'm playing it late enough that they have fixed it. The PS4 version did have some frame rate and hitching and issues. And it just had a patch, um, like, the day you started playing it. Exactly. To be yes. fair, the PC version had long load times, but it ran perfectly. Uh, this one still has long load times. <laughs> yeah, mine was about, like, uh, upwards of a minute and a half. Yeah, you're looking at about 45 seconds to a minute between the area transitions. But the frame rate is fixed. So, once again, the benefit of playing everything late, I'm getting a slightly better version chance than what you got to play. So I won't replay it. I will finish it. Yeah, it's not it's not worth replaying, so I do think that me knowing at least some of the twist that 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 Morgan is one of the aliens as being trained. I mean I know I caught some of that from yours. That gives it a different kind of be a different point of view. <laughs> I was honestly surprised. Like I'm not. kind of playing pretend. I was not surprised so. at all. And that's that's why you have the, those three choices of how to open the door, because they're all making it's all answering the same questions you answered at the beginning of the game. What would you do in this morality moral quandary? choices? Would you push the yeah. fat guy in front yeah. of the train? And yep. and yep. Uh, yep. and yeah, so you're 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 making those choices all through the game, and then it judges you on them for almost no result at the end of the game. Ah. See, so far I've been pretty goody two shoes. I was incredibly goody two shoes. So, I saved everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna follow up on that side quest because right now you're like following January and he's trying to get you to blow up the station. But there's something else going on. There's a side quest I can find if I can get into Alex's safe, which I think I have the strength to do now. I believe you do. But anyway, yeah. I, I, actually, I think I maxed out my strength finally. Um, for some reason, and maybe no, it's not even that. For some reason, over the weekend, I got back in Overwatch hard. I don't know why. I like because well, those skins look great. Uh, some of them do. I mean, I, none of them are very appealing to me, though. Like oh, okay. the collector in me has got to catch them all. But with the new <laughs> rules for loot box drops, you don't get gold nearly as often because you're not getting duplicates nearly as often. So if I want to buy those skins, I really have to like take a chunk out of my nest egg. And if I like throw hundred dollars <laughs> worth of loot boxes or throw hundred bucks worth of loot boxes, every every event I throw fifty. <laughs> and uh, and so by doing this, I've amassed about thirty thousand credits. Wow. And thirty thousand credits is enough to buy ten um, uh, seasonal event legendary skins, of which there's about five. But if I were to buy all these legendary skins for player characters that I don't even fucking play. Then you know Tracer's gonna get something cool at, at Halloween. I know she is. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. I don't care what it is. I gotta have it, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have gold available for that. So I bought Mercies with with gold because I gotta have it, and okay. the rest I don't think I'm even gonna bother. I think I might buy Soldier Seventy Sixes, 
uh, before the that one is pretty it good. Is. It's pretty the good. Assault rifle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And God, it's that's gotta give up the punmanship. For yes, that. I almost yeah. like it. Then the the beach McCree almost makes me want to play McCree just so I can go. It's high noon and a beach ball will roll past. That's like that's really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. And uh, yeah, anyway, we'll get to that in a bit. So, in, well, in that blog post you mentioned that you could even get into play, I didn't realize that there were cues for Overwatch. I thought it was just as kinda... a rule there isn't. That's what makes oh. it so spectacularly weird. Is uh, okay. yeah, like, and I guarantee you, this would not have occurred if that fucking bikini skin didn't exist for Widowmaker. I blame the <laughs> bikini skin for Widowmaker. I totally do, because uh, I don't think I've. Like I've I've had a queue before, but I've never had one that like it, the game is borked. Like you wait in the queue for ten minutes, it tries to log you in, it disconnects you. Now there's twice as many people as there were when you started. Um, <clears throat> and PC was getting the same thing, so I don't. For some reason, this one's huge. Maybe it's just because this is the one that's happening now that school is out. Maybe, but either way, I played a little bit last night, and I had some pretty good games. And, like, better games than I've had in a while. So whatever community this has brought back to the game, I can play with them and have a good time. And I'm happy about that. Hmm. But last night, I'm playing, and we're defending uh, Hollywood with five DPS and one healer. Our healer is Lucio, and I'm Tracer, because I refuse to go tank. I'm not going to play a Tracer game, and they're going to like it, because I've tanked and healed throughout the night. And we are we are defending against a team that is five DPS and a healer. <laughs> they have mercy, and so I would kind of probably give it to the mercy team just because they have res. But uh, but it takes them most of the game just to get us off the point, and then they don't get the payload more than twenty feet past the uh, past the arch. And then in the final seconds of the match, the entire enemy team is like squeezed into a little choke, and this is my moment. And I throw my pulse bomb in there. Pulse bomb. <laughs> and I yep. blink back. Boom. Double kill. Yes. I turn around. The mercy is above me. I shoot her out of the sky as she streaks past me. Then I finish off their tracer. And then I kill the Doomfist. And then me and some other guys kill the Ganji. And I'm like, holy shit. This is the best play of the game I have ever gotten in my entire life. <laughs> no, Hanzo got it. Aww. Because when I threw that pulse bomb, their Genji deflected it. Into our Genji, who deflected it. Into them, <laughs> and it killed them, and our Genji got credit for the Pulse Bomb double kill. And I got credit for shooting it a little bit. He did play Bomb Badminton. What? <laughs> bomb Badminton? Bomb Badminton. You bounced yes, the Yes, they did. They did. I don't think it was... I don't think it was pretty fucking right. It was, but I don't think it was intentional. But yeah, like I'd feel, I feel, I think it would, I would feel a lot cooler about it if it hadn't robbed me. <laughs> but it did, <laughs> so that pissed me right off. Uh, but now I'm working on a new clip show, and I'm really actually hyped to keep working on it because it's been a while. There you go. It's good to be hyped about stuff. It is. It's been a while. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing? Have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of Torchlight Two for the first time in like three Holy years. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. I never really gave it a fair shake. Really? I thought you... I'm realizing. I thought you, you told me you loved it. Oh, I okay. do. But, like, I just played, like, one each class a little bit once and then just dropped it and just didn't think it's, about it for years. It's not a short game. No, it's not. There's it's really, a lot of game there, yeah. Like, Diablo 3, I shouldn't have played that, like, second because I was like, this game is half as long as Torchlight 2. Mm-hmm. Like, at least. And for a while, I hated the New Game Plus because it just gets... Like especially if you play the 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 rogue, you, if anyone touches you twice, you're dead. Oh. 
<laughs> and when you die in Torchlight, that's going to cost you a lot of money. And it just wasn't really fun for me. But then I realized maybe there's a way to respect my uh, my Outlander to a way that like no one ever gets within like an inch of me. And I figured out how to do it. I had to basically turn the game inside out. But I realized that there's a bunch of spells I hate using. I don't like using spells. I like to be low maintenance, have a couple <laughs> action skills, and just a bunch of... Uh, uh, passives just passive like, buffs yeah passives that'll just do like uh, splash damage while I just focus on uh, bosses and stuff but then you have the pet the pet that like has a little have a little badger with a backpack named Bentley <laughs> and you send him off to town when he's got enough loot so he can sell gold but he also can hold four spells and some of these spells raise the dead <laughs> I've got a spell that raises eight skeleton archers that are stationary but they form a line then he's got a spell where he raises three zombies that are free-roaming, and they poison enemies. When enemies poison, their defense goes down, they don't do as much damage. And then I just got a free-roaming skeleton with a sword and board that just is really fast, and just gets in front of people that tr all the little ankle biters. So basically, I've just got a sniper rifle, or like a shotgun, and my I've got a badger raising the army of the dead, and no one ever gets an inch. It is a so badger much... raising an army of the dead. It That's is so okay. much fun. And it's so weird and, and, and delightful. And I just, I, I've, I haven't broken it because it's still pretty hard, but I know how to win because I can just, I've got these poison daggers that can just go in like an arc and I can basically infect like a third of the screen at once. Torchlight 2 never saw a console release and it's it a crime. Didn't. I want... The first I, one did. It did. I, did. I want controller uh, respects mm -hmm. for it, but I don't. Hmm. I, I was actually just Googling that, whether or not it was on console as you spoke. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a damn shame. It's twice the game Torchlight was, at least. It's it's perfect. It doesn't look great screenshot to screenshot, but there's just so much love in its environment and animation that it's just it's like a cuckoo clock. It's really it's smooth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, it's like watching a miniature that's really well crafted. Well, I finished Sundered. I what well, beat Sundered, and then I started writing a re uh, kind of like uh, just a game diary about Sundered. And um, uh, Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun. So I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about Shadow Tactics first, actually. I like okay. this game more than I enjoy so, it. <laughs> I, I, watched, I, I watched a trailer for that after we talked about it last week. And holy cow, that is a game I will never, yeah, ever play. Hate it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ever. <laughs> it's, it's very, very slow-paced. Um, I'm not even sure how you could describe it if you hadn't played Mercenaries. And I played Mercenaries on PC, like, God, it feels like 15 years ago. Um, <laughs> but it is it is that, but with ninjas and a samurai dude. And in terms of the world and the characters, it's actually really cool. You first meet this, like, this straight-up uh, ninja. And he has one skill, and that is he can throw a shuriken at someone and kill them at range. Unless they're wearing samurai armor. And then having <laughs> thrown the shuriken and killed this one person... Uh, you better get that body into a hiding spot, or else someone will find it. And you have to manually move him, and manually pick up the body, and manually drag it over to a bush to do this. Also, make sure to pick up the shuriken, or else you won't be able to use that skill again. You have one. He's, He's carrying, carrying one. one. It's very, very granular. But, and it's okay. weird because it really, the, the voice acting, it's not bad, but it does feel like a bunch of white people doing either their version of a Japanese accent, or some of them are just like English, like, like proper English. 
And and then he ends up meeting a younger ninja girl who really sounds surprisingly like Tracer from Overwatch. I, but I, I checked, it's not the same actress. It's just really eerie. Okay. And uh, she wants to learn all the ninja ways from her, and she starts calling him Sense, and he's like, don't call me that. I love that for some reason. It's really endearing. Yeah. Um, but the gameplay is absolutely unforgiving, incredibly mm. slow-paced, um, if there are any rewards for you know uh, uh, getting particular achievements as you complete missions, because you're given all these things like you could do this and you could do this and you could like you know assassinate all of these types of enemies as you go through a level, but you don't seem to actually get anything for doing that. There's no incentive to it whatsoever. It's just clear this mission, move on to the next mission. So I cleared the first mission, actually the first two missions, and then I got maybe. Actually, did I even finish the second mission? Yeah, I got about a half hour into the third. And then there's this big samurai who's not very quick and not very stealthy. And I need him to meet up with the small uh, ninja and training girl. But they are so far across the map that unless I cut through everyone with her on, on the way to get to him, I cannot conceive of how I'm going to get him out of there. Like, it's just, yeah, it was, it, I just didn't, oh no, actually I beat that mission. Yeah, no, I remember now. It took me like two fucking hours, but I beat that stupid mission. And then I went into the next one, and this was with a girl who can disguise herself, but I have to get her to a disguise before she can start using it. And I just I just couldn't be bothered to try to start figuring out the puzzle that is this level. <laughs> and so there's a lot about this game that I love. Like, it's very unforgiving. It's incredibly tactical. It's very much about observing and making the right choice at the right time. There's this cool mechanic where you can uh, say, okay... I'm going to tell this guy to assassinate this person, and I'm going to tell her to assassinate that person. I'm going to tell him to come here and use that skill. Okay, now, wait, everybody. Now. And, oh, and, and so okay. you wait until all the NPCs are in just the right position for all your guys to move in and take everyone out without anyone seeing. It is pretty cool, but then you have to like manually switch okay. to each person and drag the bodies into the bushes or whatever. So, so it's incredibly, it is very cool, it's very beautiful, it's it's a top-down perspective game that's just gorgeous, and I love the way it's kind of realized Edo period Japan. Um, I really appreciate so much about this game, not having much fun, <laughs> so I, I don't anticipate <laughs> I'm going to finish it. I did finish Sundered, uh, I fucking love that game. You had said... <clears throat> In one of your posts, that once you figured out what the game wanted for from you, it got ne not necessarily easier, but it felt you like rolling down made hell. progress oh, yeah. more quickly. Yeah, yes. and uh, yes. did I make the Dark Souls uh, reference in that post? I believe you did. Because that's exactly what it's like. It's exactly, and the first time you go into was it was it the Unbed Berg in the original Demon Souls, yes. or was that Dark Souls? Uh, that's Dark Souls. Okay, well, it's the same thing. You go into the Undead Berg and. It's incredibly hard. It's so hard. Like, you don't understand how you're supposed to be able to accomplish any of that. I don't even know where I'm supposed to fucking go. There's a black knight down that hallway. He kills me in one hit. What am I supposed to do here, man? <laughs> but once you figure out what you're supposed to do here, which is basically just explore and understand what's down all these hallways and unlock the doors that you can to make it easier to get back to the rooms you want to explore next time, the whole thing just cracked open, and once by the time I once I beat that first boss, I understood what Sundered wanted from me, and it's very similar actually to what Dark Souls wants from you. Uh, uh, it's just kind of exploration and unlock. And 
At first, uh, a lot of the areas of the game seem too far away from the Nexus. But I've always found that once I picked a location that this is where I'm exploring next, getting there was never more than a 10-minute walk from the, uh, from, from the hub. It was never too far. It was always a reasonable amount to get to a boss. And if we're talking about the boss of an area, it was usually the easiest trip of the entire area. Hmm. Like the where you could unlock a shortcut that you would get there in two minutes, like and you would not get into a major fight on the way. Okay. Um, yeah, like it's the horde it's, or whatever would not show up. Well, I mean, even if the horde does show up, it'll be a horde that you can easily handle. Okay, because uh, the the horde has has levels and they they will hit you for a certain amount, and your weapons will do a certain amount depending on how much you've uh, you've poured into your skill tree. Hmm. And I watched a bunch of. Uh, I watched a bunch of people take on endgame bosses with, uh, there's three endings. And the ending will actually, or the ending is dictated by your build. And that Weird. Is the, yes. I like that. Yes. And, uh, and it's not your build as in you've invested in these skills in the skill tree. The skill tree is the skill tree doesn't change. If you corrupt 100% of your active skill abilities... Like your uh, your shield, your ability to do a charge attack, your uh, your air jump, shit like that. Once you get an elder shard, you can take it to a skill shrine and corrupt your ability, and it basically just makes that ability way more powerful. Okay. So you kind of want to do that, but you're doing this on the advice of some ancient eldritch horror that may have plans for the world that you came from, which I don't <laughs> want to see happen. So I didn't do that. But if you corrupt all your abilities, you fight a certain end boss and you get a certain ending. If you only corrupt some of your abilities, you fight a different end boss, and you get a different ending. I don't know what that is. I haven't watched it on YouTube. And if you uh, corrupt none, you get a different ending. You fight a different end boss again. But uh, if you destroy the shards, what it actually does is it opens up a very, a very small but very powerful section of your skill tree where a double jump will become a triple jump. But if you were to have corrupted that double jump, that skill would not exist on the skill tree, and ends up a double jump. After the double jump, you could hold down the jump button and you glide on like bat wings. It looks really okay. cool. There's all kinds of gorgeous effects for the corrupted abilities. Anyway, that's not really the point. Point is, is everything I was kind of saying about Sundered last week remains powerfully true. Okay. I was reflecting on the fact that, in consideration of the story I broke and gave uh, Super Hot an eight out of ten, mm -hmm. revoke that seven. Oh. Just on fun factor and how the game stays in my head and how, like, if I wasn't playing or working on an Overwatch clip show, I would probably still be, I would probably be going through my second playthrough of Sundered, which I've already started. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another playthrough where I corrupt everything. <laughs> and then I'm going to watch the other ending on YouTube, because who has the time? But, um, yeah, it, it's... There's something so comfortable and wonderful about a two-dimensional game where you're just running around, platforming, and just beating the shit out of guys. It's, there's something very wholesome about that for me. I love that. And this is that, but absolutely gorgeous. The only thing I would say is a knock against it. Um, I really feel like, like the structure and how it's laid out is actually really, really smart and does give it a lot of reach play value. And it's never boring when you're going through a zone you've already been before because it's always changing it up. But because it's always changing it up, what you have are a bunch of, I don't want to say nondescript rooms, but they're certainly nowhere near as interesting as a room where you face a boss okay. or as a room where there's what's called a vista. Um, 
Like if you've ever seen uh, a picture of the character standing in front of this giant, beautiful statue. Yeah. That's not one of those randomly generated. No, the programs. random ones like here. It's it's kind of square, and you yeah. <clears throat> yes, yeah. The the random ones are just a series of platforms to negotiate, and um, hmm. and the different the different rooms have different kind of requirements. You have to like understand this room that there is a giant smasher thing in this room that could kill you, and that's what that sound means. Like <laughs> uh, you do you do have to learn them, and that is cool, but they're not nearly as gorgeous as the more. Um, as the more bespoke elements of the game, like the rooms where you face the bosses, the rooms where you get your skills, um, the game is absolutely gorgeous, but it doesn't have the same uh, clarity of sense of place that Jotun had. Okay. Jotun was just gorgeous, like the whole way through. I didn't finish it, but everything I saw of Jotun. Yeah, but Jotun, the moment-to-moment gameplay of Jotun. So much more boring. Yes, it's like it's all Super boring, and you find a boss, which is kind of okay, and then you go back to being bored again. Yes, but this is is either just beautiful, silky smooth platforming. I love the platforming in this so much, or s- fights that get incredibly intense and fast paced. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nine. Uh, how long it take you? Leaning. Leaning towards a nine point five. Actually, my save file said six. That's not hours. bad. Wow. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. I think I, I don't know. I think I might have, like left the game running and walked away at some point. Mm. So maybe that's fucked. Ooh, but I need to it, it did not. It did not I feel do. like eight hours. Well, actually, Alex, some DLC just came I know. Up I'm like, it is free. <sighs> I know. That's in that. Yeah, I know. See, I can attest to platforming being kind of chicken soup for the gamer's soul. I stumbled across yeah. uh, Runbo over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was one of the free Xbox Live games for gold like a month ago or two months ago and I didn't touch it because it looked kind of dumb and I don't count an infinite runner as a platform it's not an infinite runner it's not it's there are two sides to the game one side is it's a competitive platformer where up to eight players are just trying to negotiate a level to try to get to the prize at the end but the hook is you have platforms of different colors and the background scrolls up and down or left and right, and when the background matches the color of the platform, the platform's not there. Mm-hmm. And as it scrolls, then, that platform comes back. So the boy and I played some of the competitive stuff, and it was fun. I crushed him, because he's but a boy, <laughs> and I'm a, a man. You need to teach um, him humility. I did. For um, yeah, for, for now, until he gets bigger than me, and then it can just hit me for something. Oh, but then, I just... Yeah. I discovered a, a little section in the menu that was just platforming. Not competitive, just platforming. And it warns you, like, you will not finish this. It is super hard. So I booted it up and played it co-op, and he would die immediately, and I would actually get through the level. And, yeah, it is some of the most ridiculous platforming I've seen since Super Meat Boy. It's so hard. And you know, the, you'll, you'll be moving along, and you're trying to keep up with the background because the color of the background where you are means the platform's there to stand on. But then it'll switch, and you have to negotiate and kind of memorize it to get through there. It was I didn't finish it, but but for a game I got for free and completely didn't look at or even think about, I may actually go back to that try to beat that hard area just just to say that I did. I mean, but, you, if it's in the same breath as Super Meat Boy, um, I mean. It, it's that same kind of intricacy, that same kind of almost memorization, that you have to have. You have to have a whole the whole thing planned out to do it. Because Super Meat Boy on the higher levels, you're, you're not going to get through it the first time or the tenth time or the twentieth time. I can't remember if I finished it. I know I got to the last I never area, did. but I did not finish Super Meat Boy. Um, I did not. 
but you you had to have a plan. And this one was there. I mean, this one it's not vision. It's not as visually interesting as Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy actually looked kind of cool I in places. Call Super Meat Boy a looker either. No, it's not. But but this one is it, the, the whole shtick is just the different colors. But it's also got guest characters from all over the place. Like Shante is in there. Oh, neat. Huh. And the character from um, Guacamelee is in there, oh, and then fun. Wander, not Wander, um, uh, uh, not Wander, Drifter. Drifter, Drifter, yes, Drifter is in there, from um, Popular Drifter. Drifter. Yeah, he's in there. So it's kind of funny. Like I describe Shantae, I'm like, hey, every time she wins, she does a little hip dance. I'm like, hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a fun diversion to play two player. I can't imagine the chaos that a player would have with that thing. It'd be absolutely insane. But. Actually, what it made me really want to do is play some more Rayman, which is never a bad idea. Yeah. Never a bad idea. Well, so does that mean it's time for headlines? I believe it is time for headlines. Headlines. In Overwatch news, uh, the Summer Games have launched and basically like just totally crashed the fucking game. <laughs> uh, it launched at noon yesterday. I wasn't able to actually get into a game until like 9 p.m. Oy. And uh, then I had a lot of fun, and I bought some loot boxes, obviously. Uh, um, the second summer games include the return of Lucio Ball with a new Lucio Ball competitive mode complete with placement matches and a rank most people are getting much higher ranks in Lucio Ball than they are in the actual game uh, you get uh, four competitive points for a win uh, speaking of ranked mode did I tell you guys about the guy in the elevator last week? no okay so I'm, I'm in the elevator at work and my uh, the office or the building where I work also has a school for um for people who have come to the country from another country and want to learn English. Hmm, okay. And so I'm standing in the elevator next to this Asian guy, and he says something to me, pointing at me. And I, his accent is so thick, I have no idea what he just said to me. So I, I say, excuse me. And what, he's, what I gather is, what is your rank? He's hmm. pointing at my jacket. And I go, oh, not good, not good. Like I'm, I'm like low platinum. And as soon as I said that, he like looks away from me. <laughs> like he can't. He, he, he just wants to end this conversation so fast. Now that he's found out that I'm just a platinum. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> oh man. I don't know wish to gaze felt, upon you. Got a snipe. Yeah, like I just felt really, really shamed by oh, that man, guy. It's my playwriting <laughs> class all over again. <laughs> Um, so I've been I've been looking into whether or not there will be like because if you if you know you get platinum rank right now in normal competitive at the end of the season you get like I don't know four hundred or eight hundred competitive points. Um, I don't know if you get a bunch of competitive points at the end of this competitive Lucio Ball season. If you do, that would be worth the ten placement matches to me. Okay. But Blizzard hasn't said. People have asked, and there's been no response. So they don't know yet. <laughs> ah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> the most important aspect of the second summer games is easily the fact that one of the skins is Widowmaker in a bikini. Um, I'm yeah. actually, yeah, like I'm really, I'm really surprised that they put Widowmaker in a bikini, but they didn't give Mercy a swimsuit because far and away one of their most popular skins of all time was Witch Mercy. So, because yeah. Mercy is such a popular character, and this was definitely an opportunity to put Mercy in something kind of scantily, and I'm really disappointed, frankly, with that Greek skin. <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't hoping for a swimsuit. I was just hoping for like a tennis outfit or something that could kind of yeah, bring her down uh, to earth a little bit. 
yeah, kind of passes casual wear. And I appreciate that she has the silhouette of those skirts that you have to maintain, just like Sombra. But Sombra has a diving outfit that also has those skirts, just like she has on a normal outfit, so the silhouette is maintained. And I'm, yeah, I'm really disappointed with that, with that uh, Nikkei of Samothras outfit <laughs> for Mercy, although I do appreciate the call-out. Yeah. Um, McCree got a lifeguard outfit uh, when he activates his ult instead of a tumbleweed blowing through. It's a beach ball. Uh, Soldier (laughs) is dressed for grilling, complete with uh, dad cargo shorts, socks in sandals, and a beer can that he drops instead of his healing pack. That's awesome. Perfect. He's got all kinds of new voice lines, and it's stuff like, like, come on and get refreshed, like stuff like that. (laughs) And uh, and instead of his visor, he's got these he's got these sunglasses on his forehead or on his eyes. And when he uses his ult, he says shit like, Tactical sunglasses activated. Uh, see, it's really cool. It should have been like, like when he put down the healing thing, he's like, Don't run out there without your sunscreen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Summer got diving gear. Junkrat got a kind of weird cricket uniform. Yeah. The only thing that's kind of cool about it is the balls that he shoots are cricket balls. Mm. And his peg leg is a cricket bat. Yeah. That's neat. But, yeah, I have a guy who mains Junkrat at work. He's like, uh. <laughs> it's it's, it's for the Aussies. Yeah. Uh, Reaper got an extreme BMX rider outfit, which the the community just loves because it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's really stupid. Die, and die, die. <laughs> something, yeah. But he didn't get, like, yeah, the only one who really got voice lines was... Uh, soldier? Soldier, yeah. It fits uh, with who plays Soldier. It's all the old guys like me who don't want to learn the game. I'll just play Soldier. <laughs> no, people who just want to be effective. Yeah, work, yeah. Wh- work with their Reinhardt. They play Soldier. Or McCree. Yeah. Uh, okay, in other news, <clears throat> we happy few. If you remember this really gorgeous, how would you describe that? Like a uh, um, mod a era Bioshock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, a '60s kind of Bioshock thing set in a totalitarian England, which mm-hmm. is also a roguelike. Who's seen the and prisoner? No, I'm yeah. not. Uh, that's and, basically uh, what's riffing on. And it looks, it's always looked really cool. Early access was pretty tepid on it. But it apparently will launch on August 16th on at least PC. I didn't check on the Xbox version. But it will cost, weirdly enough, $50.99. That's okay. Interesting. It's a strange price, yeah. Yeah, it's... Mm. I'm wondering if it's a reference to something in the game. Either way, it's a weird price. But if you want that game on PC, uh, you can probably still get the early access price on Steam right now. Uh, let me check. Mm. Happy... Didn't they go back and add a lot of story stuff to it? People didn't better. really. There wasn't anything in there. It's still thirty well, bucks. They... Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah, they've been they've been working on it for a while, and it's been an early it's access. It's been like for two years, damn near. And actually, the Steam, uh, the Steam July twenty sixteen. Never mind. 10. It's been exactly a yearish. Oh really? It feels like longer. It does. Well, they they teased it before early access, like a year. That is true. Yeah. Okay. That is true. Hmm. It's still very well, positive. I'll have to. I'll have to yeah, like ninety percent positive. Yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, to keep an eye out for some uh, for some launch trailers uh, for that. I'd rather get Sundered first though. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And I, I don't know if I would be saying the same thing about Shovel Knight if Shovel Knight was on a console <laughs> that I could play. Uh, I, yeah, I just couldn't get into it on the laptop. But yeah, like this Not Shovel Knight, you're talking about No, uh, Hollow Knight, you're right. Hollow Knight, yeah. yeah Hollow Knight. Um but this this feels as valuable to me as Guacamelee, and I probably beat Guacamelee no less than twelve times. Like, <laughs> if if this thing ever comes to Switch, I, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> uh, 
This is a really interesting one. Uh, Eurogamer today revealed that Telltale Games internally considered Tales from the Borderland a failure. Uh, dis despite the game's critical acclaim, it never approached the sales of The Walking Dead. Its final episodes were completed by a skeleton crew, with 95% of its team moving on to other projects. Those who stayed in love, love and pride for the game. I so couldn't tell. <laughs> well, it took a lot longer. It took a lot longer, but that's about it. Yeah. So here's a quote from the dev. About halfway through, we made a deal with the rest of the studio that if they let us go on, we would give up like 90% of our staff as long as they let us maintain a skeleton crew. We had at least one person from every department working on the game, but that's a very small team for an episode. If there's a silver lining here, it's that everyone on it, it was a voluntary choice. They said, I'm really proud of this, I want to stick with it, I want to see it to its conclusion. Everyone who was putting, was putting in the work that they wanted to do. See, that's crazy because that's probably the best thing they've done. Yeah, easily. But it didn't sell. So why do it again? And now I'm just worried about Borderlands 3. I don't think that's an indication mm, that's of the not, desire for yeah. Borderlands. Yeah. If anything, the collective, like, ugh, today at the Gearbox News is a sign of what people want, That the fact that people want Borderlands. Yeah, that card game thingy. Yeah, but this, no, no, that, that's something else. Yeah. This is, oh, no, no, you're right. There were two card games announced today, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's embarrassing. But I don't know, I, I do find it... It would have fucking sucked if they had just said we're not finishing that. I know. Well, they, they, they'd have to refund money because I bought that whole season right out from the very beginning. Heart. I guarantee mm -hmm. you when you bought it, you agreed to an EULA that said you couldn't do that. Mm, probably. Probably. There's no way they wouldn't have that out. Yeah. But uh, but it's it's really good that the company let them do it. But the fact that it was a failure and the fact that... This, for some reason, explains to me why we've never seen anything better than uh, technically from from Telltale. Yeah, the because they're not there. they're just trying to churn it out to keep their heads above water, and uh, yeah, it gets really. Well, the the new season of Batman released yesterday. Episode one came out. I have not played it yet, so we'll see if they fixed anything. I doubt it. I doubt it. I haven't, I haven't played any of Guardians yet. I bought the season for that on sale. I haven't heard and I, a damn thing about it. Gar Man, Guardians, okay. Guardians. I've heard is like it's. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. It's all right. So I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll probably wait for the whole season of that to be out and just play it all at once. They make a lot of stuff. Yeah, they should make yeah, one I mean, good engine. I know. <sighs> that would take time and investment. Well, that's the thing I think is that it would take investment that they're not prepared to risk. Because they know that by doing yeah. this, they can get this. Mm -hmm. anyway. Limited ref li limited returns, but predictable Terrifying returns. Terrifying industry. Right now. In yeah. probably the most unexpected news of the day, uh, the Paris Olympics Committee is considering the inclusion of esports at the 2024 Olympics. Huh. Which sounds just insane. But committee co-president Tony Estragué told the Associated Press today that talks on esports have been arranged with esports representatives and, quote, we have to look at it, because we can't say it's not us, it's not about Olympics. The youth, yes, they are interested in eSport and this kind of thing. Let's look at it, let's meet them, let's try if we can find some bridges. That's, yeah. that's weird, like you'd think you'd see Olympic poker before this. Hmm. Right? Yeah, because they're both kind of mental exercises, like you don't see Olympic chess, yeah. do you? Is there such a thing as Olympic chess? God, yeah. No, that's that like opens be. the fucking door for Olympic Scrabble, Olympic, like, doing doing the... It'd have to be speed chess, but yeah. Cube. Be... The Rubik's well, Cube. Well, okay, the, the, the problem, though, is that the, the Olympics Committee does need to look at 
viewership, viability for it to be enjoyable to watch. As cool as Olympic chess would be on an intellectual level, mm. I'm not going to watch that shit. Yeah, I would. That'd be boring as sin. I think I nah. would watch now. Does anyone enjoy watching hockey on TV? Well, okay, I'm Canadian, but no. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, like, a lot wow. of Canadians do. It's always like the talk person, of the office the yeah. next day after a game. In person, it's awesome. The Carolina Hurricanes rock, but if I see it on TV, I'm just like, yep, there it goes. And back it goes. And no one's getting a fight because this is America and this sucks. When <laughs> soccer is the most popular sport in the world, explain that shit to me. I don't. I have no idea. Seriously, I like we don't, don't get it. We're not from. That. We're not from Europe. We're not from from South America. <laughs> like, like no. I'm sorry. There was a great it. running gag on the Colbert Report. Like he would like they'd flash like a split second of soccer and we'd cut back to Steve and just passed out asleep. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I uh, really yeah, me too. don't. It's got its own thing going on now. I mean, League of Legends is a bazillion dollar thing. Capcom is intent on making Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom a big thing, so we'll see if that works. It doesn't... Okay, this is going to sound arrogant. It doesn't need the Olympics. It's got its own thing. Yeah, yeah but if audience. someone be an Olympic gold medalist tracer, <laughs> that'd be really cool. <laughs> okay, that you could actually cool. have a hero. <laughs> like, the sitcom of those guys showing up in the Olympic Village just writes itself. Yeah. You have all these beautiful freaks. Getting laid. And then, yep. and then, yeah, and then, and then, Seagull shows up. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or freaking Justin Wong rules. <laughs> he looks around, just gonna, okay, what's up? I, so. have, I have always wanted a soft, soft boy. <laughs> That's me. Oh, he's the softest. <laughs> uh, superhero VR game Megaton Rainfall will launch on PlayStation 4 and PSVR on September 26th. That was one of the first games I saw trailers for when, like, modern VR started to started to get rolling. Like, before the Rift came out, before the Vive came out, I saw trailers for Megaton Rainfall. It looks very different mm. now. <laughs> I actually saw PSVR on the shelf at Best Buy the other day. Good lord. Yeah, like, like, like the whole setup, the, the, the PSVR, the camera, and two move mm -hmm. controllers. I didn't buy it because I don't yeah, have I was, one. But it was interesting to see it in the wild. I was poking around the store the other day. There are all kinds of PSVR games that you can't play without the move controllers. Yeah. It really kind of unsold me on PS. Not that I had to be unsold on PSVR, but I was like, eh. <laughs> that already happened last year. <laughs> uh, Gearbox has announced something called Project 1v1. Quote, and this is from the game's website. <laughs> Project 1v1 <laughs> is the code name for Gearbox's top-secret, in-development, competitive first-person shooter that combines the action of fast-paced 1v1 first-person combat with the metagame strategy of a collectible card game. Uh, so you bet your ass will be micro microtransactions, and basically everyone who reacted to that today was like, where the fuck is Borderlands 3? Uh, yep. Yeah, like, everyone was disappointed in that, but I have no doubt that this will be successful as the last thing Drinkbox released. Get Not it? Gear, Drinkbox, Gearbox. Yeah, sorry. The last thing Gearbox released. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last thing Gearbox? Yeah, Battleborn. Also, oh, Battleborn. Battleborn. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. Battleborn. I forgot that game existed. Sorry, no shit. I, 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 I did too, dude. Me too. Really? <laughs> I did. A year ago. <laughs> I, could, I haven't touched it. When the community died three months after launch. Sigh. Uh, Res Infinite is now available on Steam and Oculus. Oh, I can see that tripping balls on Steam and Oculus. Seriously, Holy and apparently it just, it just runs like greased shit on PC. It just runs beautifully. 
I, I mean, it's already 4K on PS4 Pro. I imagine it looks great on a decent PC. Uh, Valve shocked everyone today by announcing a new game. They then immediately <gasps> disappointed everyone by revealing that it's a Dota card game called Artifact. Boo. Come on, guys. Boo, Valve. What is with all these card games lately? The Witcher card game came make, out. I, There's a I guarantee you they're making you need to card do is game. just turn your art assets into cars and just sell it for ridiculous margins. Yeah. Oh, come like, on. Like you don't need animation really. You don't need uh like you know, you gotta design gameplay that makes it so people will keep playing it. Like my older brother is in people a fucking love Hearthstone. I don't understand like, it. Witcher makes sense because some people just played Witcher Three just for Gwent. I don't get that. I, I played like one game of Gwent and never touched Me it again. Yeah, yeah, and, the, like and it was still a great game, but like people love oh, yeah. the shit out of Gwent for some reason. Yeah. See, you got all these, you got all these CCGs out there, and, and still, if the best one, you can play Magic for free. Yeah. Oh, I don't and know that's if that's true. Still better for free. Uh, well, some of them, yeah, no, there's there's a free to play Magic on on Xbox. Oh, it's, so it's uh, digital Xbox now. Live. Hmm. It's digital oh, okay. now. Yeah. Okay. You can play. It's free to play. Ditch. I mean, yes, you don't. You don't have complete freedom for car, for deck customization, but it still works. It's still fun. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I mean, that's out there. So uh, it seems so weird that there's so many people jumping on the CCG thing all at the same time. Uh, it's, it's just uh, microtransactions of money. That's it. Yeah, I suppose. Cheap to make. Make lots of money. Well, then they need to go back and actually make a Legend of the Five Rings digital version because that was my favorite CCG of all time. CCG games like 20 years are ago. like the video game version of Get Out. They don't cost much to make, <laughs> and they're going to return quite a bit. Um, yeah, Darkest Dungeon will come to iPad on August twenty fourth. I mean, why hmm. isn't it everywhere? Uh, well, just it takes time for Builtworks to uh, do the ports, I guess. Or who does the ports? I want to see Builtworks. I don't know why. Is it on Android? No. No, Yet? it's not okay. smartphones. Maybe it couldn't handle it, but I'd be surprised. But, uh, yeah, like, if this isn't... XCOM on the iPad. My smartphone kicks yeah. ass. I'm pretty sure it could. <laughs> this, this isn't iOS, though. This is iPad. I suppose. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drinkbox's insane first-person dungeon-crawling Metroidvania Severed is now available on the Nintendo Switch as of today. Uh, it is the second handheld-only game to release on the Switch. You can't play it in dock mode. Because <laughs> you've got to yeah. use the touchscreen to swipe. That's how you. That's how you attack. I was thinking about doing it. You but really now should. I don't know. You really should. It's super good. I need something more for Switch. I haven't. I haven't touched that thing, and I, I don't want to admit how long it's I been since it. I've touched I, it. I totally recommend Severed. Yeah. Okay. And really, I might, you might not even need the the Joy Cons attached to the side. You might be able to just hold the screen in your hand. Because as I wow. recall, I didn't actually need the analog. Like I could use the analog sticks to move, but I didn't have to. In turn, yeah, interesting. Um, reminder, listener: Undertale launches on PlayStation Four and Vita next Tuesday. So check that shit out. I know I'm going to. Uh, the next game from Spelunky's Derek Yu and a group of other indie devs. It's not just him. Uh, mm -hmm. Is called UFO Fifty. It is a collection of fifty eight-bit games that actually looks really good, and a lot of media folks are pretty excited about it. Uh, quote, our goal is to combine a familiar 8-bit aesthetic with new ideas and modern game design sensibilities. Uh, all of the games can be played single-player, but some will have multiplayer. The developers note that it would take, quote, hundreds of hours to complete all the games. It's not just a bunch of mini-games. Like, these are games, and there's 50 of them. Okay. Uh, apparently it'll come out to PC in 2018, and no consoles have been announced for it. It'll end up on PS4, probably. Yeah, but Switch. <laughs> Doesn't seem to take much to get stuff on PS4 or Switch, yeah. 
uh, Falcom has been asking fans if they'd want to see a PS4 remaster of Trails and Cold Steel. Ah, pardon me. The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2. Uh, those games both first came out on the Vita and PlayStation 3 and Japan and the West, uh, which basically means they're already working on it. It's coming. Okay. Yeah. I should so, uh, Hell, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice is now available. It is 40 bucks Canadian, it 30 is. in the States. Eurogamer yep. went nuts. Eurogamer, yeah, just... <laughs> Love that yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Sterling did not. Well, okay, there, there's a story for that, though. So, Jim played through it, and he played through about seven hours that he said he loved, and then he ran into a game-breaking bug. He could not progress, because in his specific situation, he needed a torch to get through a dark area, he walked past the place to relight the torch, it autosaved behind him, he couldn't walk backwards to relight the torch, he couldn't walk forwards because he died, so he was stuck. It's, it's a bug. It's an honest goodness bug. Um, in anger... Because that's the way storing works. He slapped up a YouTube review that gave it a 1 out of 10. Oof. Is that review still available to view? And oh. no, it is not. Because about three or four hours later, he took it down. He thought better of it and re-reviewed it. The new review is out there. And he does discuss this game-breaking bug, but he re-rates it like a 7 out of 10. for One point for each hour of it that he enjoyed. Um, I mean, his opinion doesn't mean more or less than anybody else's opinion. I do like the fact that he took back I'm that first I am frankly shocked that he did. Has he ever done that before? No, he has not. And he admits that it was a, a very strange thing, and he didn't know exactly what to do with it. Um, I mean, it wasn't just I like, think a gl- like a glitch, like something randomly took the torch out of his hand. That was just no, a function of the yes. game that shouldn't have It's happened. a function of the game. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's, something that not, it's not something that should have happened. It is a problem with it. the game. Exactly. Um, I think he underestimates himself how much sway he yeah. has, at least with his audience. So to to slap a game like Hellblade with a one out of ten when it's a developer that he actually likes, and it's a, it's an idea, the mid range game, the thirty dollar game that he supports, to actually throw a one at it was not what he wanted to do. I, honestly, um, I'd put up with a lot of crappy gameplay for like a, just a really moving CGI performance out of a character. That's apparently a large part of what the game is. That's what you're going to get because the combat is meh. Mm-hmm. And 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 the permadeath threat is just that. It's a threat. It's not a real thing. Well, outside of uh, DMC, which was heavily, had a lot of Capcom involvement in it, Hellblade have never yeah. really done great combat. Like, no. Heavenly Sword was nah, close. Not really. Uh, Enslaved was... Okay. It sucked. The platforming in Slave was better yeah, than and the combat. combat the combat was very simple. Like, it got it done, kind of. But it lo- yes. sure looked yeah. good. And, yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is not accomplished Devil May Cry combat. This is back to Enslaved. No, it's yeah, not. Combat. Yeah. But, I mean, but now now that I've watched more of it and I've seen opinions on it, I, I'm going to play Hellblade. I've decided that the fact that it really is a horror game means it needs to be on my list of things. I'm just not going to try to... Exactly. I'm not going to try to platoon it with Prey, because I, don't, I hate playing more than one game at a time. So once Prey is done, I will pick up Hellblade, and we can speak more intelligently about it. Um, but again, I, I'm, I'm on board with Sterling. That the, he like the idea that this is the, that mid-range game. It's not a AAA $60 game, but it's more than your $10 schlock that comes out on PS4 mm-hmm. every once in a while. It's in between, and it is priced in between. 
and I haven't played it yet, but from what I gather from reviews, it is a fair and, price. Uh, it is from a dev that has always excelled in storytelling and visual presentation. Yes. And it's, I'm, I'm almost jealous of the premise. Just this that Stone Age person with schizophrenia who thinks she's being talked to by evil gods. That's, uh, that's good that shit. And the facial animations are really, like really amazing, good. Like Andy Circus, you know. Yeah. He well, wasn't no, involved this time, that's like though. the bar. They've learned it. I mean, he's he's done stuff with them in the past, though. Have we talked about uh, War for the Planet of the Apes? Yes. Yeah, you okay, did. Yeah. You, yep. you were pro. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I'm tempted, well, but I don't know if I'm... Well, I should just go buy more PSN cards is what I should do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've got enough to maybe get another 25 loot boxes in Overwatch, or I could buy Hellblade. I mean, really, I could support this this struggling small developer that I care a lot about, or I could try Hellblade. But I'm. Well, I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Blizzard could just the 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 video game industry could die, and Blizzard might be. Okay. It would be okay. <laughs> yeah, they just start just some more. Just on the war chest, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Well, did did they make money back in the Warcraft movie or not? Did they actually make it, or did they just sell the rights to someone? I think they. Yeah, you're right. They I think it was just they didn't see. pay for that. Yeah, there's. No, they had they had I, production I, credits. They put some money. Well, into that. just because they had a they could, they could have like worked on it. Uh, hmm. Warcraft film. Who saw that? Not me. No, uh, I, based I didn't. I didn't. You watched oh, it? Yeah. Wow. It was. It was. I mean, it, it it's down. half of it's pretty One, good, two, and then the people three, start four, talking. Five, six, <laughs> so it should have just been all CG. God, is what you're just saying? Dinner theater. So remember how oh, I was talking about on. how many production companies were involved in Ghost in the Shell? There are uh, six. Yes. Involved in Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the people yes, working on the orcs were the only people worth a damn. Holy shit! Mm, okay. Check this out. According to Wikipedia. Despite receiving negative reviews from critics and a disappointing domestic box office performance, the film has grossed $433 million worldwide, yeah, that's awesome. surpassing Holy Prince of Persia's Sands of Time as the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. You know what? I could totally see that happen. Because there, there I movie. believe that I've seen like probably like European movies or Korean movies that may not actually be all that great, but because I don't actually speak the language these people are speaking, it seems really powerful to me. And look, I know a little bit about Warcraft, and half of this movie was still incomparable. Comprehensible, excuse me. Hmm. And I'm a, I'm a nerd. I don't like this <laughs> shit. We're all nerds here, yeah. It's like, still guys, they, these cuts are way too deep, and you're monologuing <laughs> way too long about shit that's not even going to show up in this movie. What are you doing? <laughs> ben, uh, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn did a mag... Not Mendelsohn, um... Ben Wheatley, I think his name is, did a magnificent evil wizard, but that was about it. Mm. Oh, well. Ben Schnetzer? Uh, something ben, like that. Ben he, Foster? Foster, thank you. Okay. He was great in 310 Yuma, too. Ben Fo- oh, wow. That guy. Uh, yeah, that's one that of those guy. guys where you know his face, but I couldn't name him. He's a, he's a great villain actor. Hmm. He is. Okay, um, the next game in the Atelier RPG series, Atelier Liddy and Soeur, will launch winter 2017 in Japan on PlayStation 4, Vita, and Switch. So, uh, what's, God, what's that production company again? That did. That does all these. Um, what? Oh, that did what? 
Atlas? Well, it does, no. It, no, no. It does. It does this. It did uh, Knights of Azure. Gust. Gust. Yeah, yeah. So Gust is really going all in on Switch. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn: The Frozen Wilds officially launches November seventh. What's uh, what's going on with everything else? What's in the whole that world? about? <laughs> it's a whole new zone with like new. There are actually new monsters. There's new yeah. creatures. Yeah. But, like, is there like, and, a story, uh, or is it just an area? Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a new area with a new it's a continuation of Aloy's story okay, cool. after the events of the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a mini sequel, and uh, and more Horizon is just ugh, exactly what I want out of life. And every year I take a week off at my birthday. So yes, indeed, I'm just gonna binge the fuck out of that. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Gonna do a full new game plus, start over again, or keep your, do an actual new game plus in the game? It'll probably depend on what else I'm playing at the time, but I would probably ah. just dive what into, right into that content if I could. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two has been announced for PlayStation Four and Switch. Uh, no release window. Oh, and only in Japan. Mm, it'll make it out of here eventually, I would think. Likely, uh, given the, the first one did. Yeah. The fact that the first one did, Dragon Quest Warriors did, uh, Dragon Quest. What is it? Dragon Quest Warriors Two did. Eleven. <laughs> is it eleven that's coming? Uh, the next, that gorgeous looking next, next one? one. Yeah, the one on Unreal Four that actually looks. I cool. love yeah, how there's just that. an old dude in your party, but then a Dragon Quest. <laughs> I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's a rich character, not just some old dude. No, but I love how like he's just. He's just old like, people are people too. That's what Alex. I'm saying. Like, when was the last time there was just an old man in your party that had stuff um, to offer? Um, Bastion. His name was Rux. Oh yeah, I figured out. That's why I thought that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the What's the uh, voice actor from the Supergiant games, Alex? Oh, we talked about it yesterday. Cunningham. Right? Yeah, he's Logan yeah, Cunningham. Yes. It really bothered me that I assumed he was white. And I'm like, yeah, why that's, the fuck that's did you assume that was that surprised for me too. I'm like, why did you assume that guy was white? And I'm like, because. Red's boyfriend in Transistor and Rux in Bastion are both white. Yeah, he played white characters. Now that I he, now that I see it, I can hear it. And he's, he's well, he's, I mean, the voice in the new one is disembodied. You, you never see him, so you don't have to. You don't get to and he's got an English accent on him, and I don't. And he's very nasal and high pitched. Yeah, yeah. yeah so anyway, I could do a uh, damn good Vincent Price. I could see that. It is a pretty good Vincent Price. <laughs> uh, Hollow Knight's first DLC, Hidden Dreams, launched last week. Uh, it features new bosses, fast travel, and other secret goodies. I'm glad Alex. they're still afloat. Yeah, me too. And really, they wouldn't. I don't know if that was kickstarted or what, but yeah, just the fact that they're still perform- supporting it. It's like it's like watching Techland do it with Dying Light. Yeah. It's like I'm really glad this is working for you guys. I love that you love this too. Yeah, <laughs> and finally, uh, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy will launch on August twenty second, which is like two weeks away. Wow. So yeah, fall is kicking off. Hmm. You never know. Fall is kicking off already. I think. God. I think we all assumed that um, God of War Ascension would be the last God of War because it did not do well. Yeah, it's true. And that yeah. new one does look well, good. It looks they're so kind of, good. They're kind of starting over with that. I mean, Old Man Kratos is. A, I like that idea. Yeah, but it's not a reboot. It's not. No, not re- mm, true. It's but it's. Yeah, this, it's, this is the Kratos who killed all the Greek gods. It is okay. Yeah, I yeah. suppose because they, they have the gods yelling at him. You know, that won't work here. Or something it doesn't like need. There's a the uh, E3 video with him and that like, that old like Greek treasure trove or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of the old. Like stuff is that his like garage or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't touch those flying sandals, boy. Yeah, it's it's, it's the part you the, the part of his house that his son's not allowed in. <laughs> I had to cut those off a guy's leg. 
He showed up out of nowhere. The game was almost over. He's got over. Helios's head in there somewhere. <laughs> His oh, son God, finds Why is there a disembodied apart. head here? What the hell? Why does the head glow, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> he's, why does he sound like he's in pain? Is that real? No, that's not a real person's head. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm hyped for that. Oh, actually, that reminds me. I didn't think it was worth putting in the headlines. But Amazon, as of today, has a placeholder date for that God of War game of uh, June 30th, 2017. Which sounds, you know, placeholder, whatever. But God of War has always launched around that window. It's been a summer game, usually, yeah. Always has been. So that's really plausible. And it is supposed to be 2018, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, they, they just said 2018. They didn't give any specific dates. Yeah. God, this fall. Every fall, though, it's always like this. Yeah, but this year isn't so bad. Like, I still haven't done my I Need to Do Some Math post, but off the top of my head, well, I've got, um... There's Wolfenstein. I do need to get Wolfenstein, I've decided. You need, you're going to buy South Park. I'm definitely buying South Park. And I'm getting, um... I'm getting that uh, Frozen Wilds DLC. I'm getting Uncharted. But really, off the top of my head, unless some... Oh, well, there's Crimson Court on Vita. That's cool. Yeah. But you're not going to do Shadow of War? No, no, not after Shadow of War. I was was tempted. I was actually tempted by the charisma of those orcs until the Shelob thing. And I'm like, no, sorry. I was already kind of on the fence, and that just pushed me off. I'm done. I'm not not getting into that. It's just so. We need a sexy chick in this, or else it's not going to sell. Let's create one. No, wait. Let's take a character that already exists. But she's not sexy. Well, then why don't we just create one? No, 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 no. It's Lord of the Rings. Did you ever hear that <laughs> Superman giant spider story? No. No. Okay, it's it's like the, my favorite thing that Kevin Smith's ever done is he's just okay. talking about... Uh, I forget who, who this producer is, but he ended up making Wild Wild West. But like, Oh, I've yeah. Heard, yeah, okay, I know the story. And he's yep. got to yep. fight a giant spider. Why? Just because. And he doesn't get it, so he goes and makes Wild Wild West, and there's a giant you, spider in there. Just because this producer has some sort of hard on for I giant think it might have spiders. Been, it might have been literally that. Hmm. <laughs> he has old fears he needs to get over, or something like that. And this is just for the record. I'm glad it was a mechanical spider in Wild Wild West. I hate spiders. Who, Nothing who, needs eight who eyes. Likes Nothing needs eight eyes. <laughs> no, it's fucking many. creepy. It's way creepy. And like, I, I, uh, what's his name? Um, Peter Jackson nailed it. What, what I hate the most about spiders is that they're just unpredictable. They start and they stop. And you're <laughs> never sure how quickly they're going to move or where they're going to go next. And I'm just like, yeah. Do I go in for the squish or am I, do, I, what, do I miss? I, ah. I had a spider living on my driver's side rearview mirror for like a week. Okay. I would drive around and it would wreck his web and he would come out and rebuild <laughs> it. Then I would drive around and it would wreck his web and he would come out and rebuild it. I started to like him. We named him Igor. Yeah. Because he just kind of lived out there. And then yesterday on the way to work, he got a little loose and he blew away in the oh. wind. So my, my little Scarlet. spider friend is gone. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I expected him to put something in his web that said, you know, some spider <laughs> as opposed to some pig. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll let, I'll let them live, my house. but I don't want them touching me. <laughs> well, you've eaten how many in your sleep, as according to the rumor? Quite a few, quite a few. <laughs> High in protein. <laughs> Tasty. Okay. I, I locusts aren't bad. I have not I've had, had any some locusts and some cheesy mealworms that were tasted like oatmeal. Gross. That wasn't bad. Hey, as the human population expands, yeah, that's, that's the, thought. the only way to support our protein requirements is going to be to start eating bugs. That, is, that is just 
I have seen Snowpiercer, that game. That movie was really cool. Yeah, it was. I'm not going to call it good. I'm going to call it cool. Yeah, it kind of, it kind know, of just stops. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I didn't like the answer. They're I gonna like, die yeah. out there. The last two yep. people I, on Earth. There's no food. Yep, I, there's, there's, it's, they're gonna freeze. Yeah. Yep. I feel like the ending was symbolic, and I don't get what it's trying to say. Yeah, I, but those fights in those confined areas. Excellent. Just, that yes. part in the middle yep. where like it finally hits like an incline and they can shoot at each other through the wind. Ah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, oh god, what's her name? Tilda Swinton's character. Wow. Oh yes, so good. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they, when they stick the guy's arm out, okay, whatever. Snowpiercer yeah. was good. I enjoyed Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer was no fun. longer. In fact, movie. I've got it on Blu-ray. On we my no shelf. longer need a really? Bioshock movie. We got it. That's. I disagree. No. Okay, but which Bioshock, Bi- which Bioshock do you make the movie out of? The first one, easily. Okay. Yeah. No question. Okay. I well, still want to see ca- the. Rep- let's let's yeah. cast this then. Let's cast this. <sighs> Okay, so who is Ryan? That's a great who is Ryan? Question. I can't. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Yes, Stanley Tucci's good. Okay. Uh, let's see. okay. Who's Jack? Do we need Jack? I almost don't want Jack. Yes, we need Jack. Uh, Jack doesn't isn't really anybody. It could be Jack. No, Jack. Jack is is the culmination of a twenty year plan to take over That's the city. True. Of course, we need Jack. Oh, what about Kid Jack mostly? Hmm. Mm. I'm not familiar with young actors. For some reason, see, I, I want to see uh, who's who's the guy who played Deadpool. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know why. I don't Ryan know Reynolds? why, but for some reason, I want to nah, see Ryan Jack Reynolds. Jack shouldn't be that lanky. That you know, lanky or interesting. Jack should be almost boilerplate. Like, how about a young Bruce Willis? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, what would the the guy um, the guy who played the transporter in the new transporter movie? Jason Statham. He's like a model. Okay, be- yeah. No, no, the guy who was a model but decided to become an actor. Oh. oh, he was also Francis in Deadpool. Huh. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, like he's kind of nothing, right? Like he's very pretty, but that's it. And uh, then who's uh, who's, um, who's Fontaine? Ooh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. Who's ta- uh, Tilda Swinton? Wouldn't be a bad Tannenbaum. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Who's the um, who's the main bad guy? Not, not the, the, the would you would you kindly? Uh, it's Fontaine, Fontaine and Ryan. No, no, that's Fontaine, not Ryan. Oh, that's right. Andrew Ryan is Andrew Ryan. Fontaine is Fontaine and Atlas. Spoilers. And Atlas, yeah. there it's it is. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that, who, that's the name I can remember. So then, who is uh, who is Fontaine? Uh, Irish character, right? Jo- um, wait, Ewan is, McGregor. Not... No, too skinny, too skinny, and not threatening enough. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Paul G- is Paul Giamatti dead? No, no, he's still around. Paul Giamatti. That's right. Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead. Yes. Then Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is Fontaine. Eh. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. just need a production company now. Oh well, they tried. Uh, like, have you seen the production art for Gore Verbinski's version? No. Damn good. Of Dune? Of no. Of um. Bioshock. Bioshock. Oh. Oh. No. Gore, Gore Verbinski was trying it. to make it for like ten years, and then he ended up making. Oh. Uh, Ended up making um, Cure for Wellness, which basically just has Bioshock's soundtrack, which is magnificent. Hmm. Like this, that was what you up, said was difficult to watch, wasn't it? Hmm? A Cure for Wellness? You said that was sucks. hard to It's just oh, a okay. dumb movie. It thinks it's much uh, smarter okay. than it is. Uh, okay. Like, it's a good, but, um, it's a good movie to watch at a party where everyone's just a little bit drunk, and you want something, <laughs> you want some body horror. But Dane DeHaan who plays... just needs to stop acting. He's not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> who plays Who plays Doctor Suchung? Ooh, fuck! I don't know. Doctor Who? I kind of want Donnie Yen. Doctor Suchung. 
in what? Uh, Doctor yeah, Suchong is the guy who. Doctor Suchong is no the guy who you're that about. finally figures out how to get. Uh, the, 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 the guy who created Big uh, Big Daddy's Little Sisters and, and he got them to imprint uh, on each other. Oh, and he gets oh, drilled. creepy guy. It's drilled in that table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's the one who makes uh, Jack kill that puppy. Oh, we're getting yeah, a lot of some... different looking people on. I want to see Donnie Yen Dan... do a villain. That wouldn't be bad. Donnie Yen. Yeah. Donnie Yen. He was in um. He was Yip Man. Oh, yeah. He's got that long face. Yeah, but I'm not sure. And it's Chinese, and I guess Su Chung's Japanese. No, no he's Chinese. Uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So D- Donnie Yen was uh, was the blind guy in... Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, they're all running Rebel together Rogue One. Um, yeah, in Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. But I don't know, there's something so likable about him. But you I, wanna, need I to bet hate, he'd be a good villain. You need to hate Su Chung. Like yeah. That. It's not bad. He's not bad. No, it's not a bad choice. Big daddies have to be practical effects. Of Honestly, course. I think Delta's the better story. Hmm. Well, no, it is. Too? No, he's right. <clears throat> but I. But one of the important, most important thing, probably about Bioshock, is the world and the reflection of Atlas Shrugged. Because we gotta. And that's we... that's not explored in the second one. The second one is definitely a better story, but the first one is a far more interesting and compelling world. The politics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to right, give well, me a week. A movie. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to you on this. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. That's your All assignment. Right. Yeah. Your, your homework for this week is to cast. I would like a director too, please. I, you um, know, like Gorvinsky, I don't think was a good choice. I'm actually hmm. kind of glad. I want like a Spike Jones. Quentin Tarantino. Yes. No. Perfect. No. Yes. Yes. Has he done actually fantasy like that at all? I mean, he, done, he, he has done Bill's great action. Yeah. That's a fantasy. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's very yeah. much a martial arts fantasy. And it still pisses me off that they cut that scene with, um... He was, uh... He was Black Dynamite, remind me? Ooh. He was also Spawn. Ooh. I, I know love him. I'm talking um, Michael Jai oh. White. Yeah, Michael Jai White had this incredible scene that was cut where it's just this classic guy, um... Uh... uh Bill is walking through a market in China with uh, with Beatrix, mm-hmm. and and this guy shows up and he goes, "Bill!" and he turns around. It's Michael Jai White standing there with all his disciples, and Bill goes, "What do you want? I'm trying to have a walk with my friend here." And Michael Jai White does the classic bully in a Hong Kong kung fu movie. He goes, throws back his head and goes, "Ha ha 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 ha! You bastard!" <laughs> it was just. It was. It was the crystallization of that entire movie and what it wanted to be. Only he and it still piss. It still pisses me off that they cut that scene. Mm-hmm. And then of course they fight and he ends up killing him. Yeah. But fuck, it was good. It was such a good scene. <laughs> Michael Jai White. Miss him. Anyway, all right. That's all I got. Well, we, we 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 have dispensed homework for our Indeed. movie guy now. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna play with that. Write up a screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take give us a, a budget. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. We'll, we'll be taking the calls from Hollywood another week after that. You'll be big timed. I expect executive producer credits, and we'll, well be good to go. Apparently, they have to make it for forty million, which no way in hell. Well, not with that attitude. Practical effects, sir. Practical effects. None of the CGI yeah. crap. Yeah. And honestly, like hook up with the Jim Henson people. City of Lost Children came really damn close. A puppet, a puppet little, a puppet little sister. I want to go practical for that. I want to. I want to get like an actual. Like, like we could. Like dovetail Delta's story with a little sister's perspective instead. 
See, I, I feel like now you're getting into writing. All we're looking for right now is a cast. Yes. Get into your cast. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Alex, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for giving me Thank back. you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in the next